the eighth day of Podmas, my favorite podcast gave to me our favorite Christmas movies. I'm excited to talk about this because something about a good Christmas movie can just like really change make your whole world. day. Can just change the world, baby. Yeah. Um, Hallmark, I feel put like, us in charge of your branding. Right? We do a much better job than you. Um, I feel like we've talked about this. Like, it seems something about this question seems redundant in like in a podcast like ours where we only really ever talk about movies in general like surely right. this has come up before right but i feel like it also sort of I'm hasn't. surprised we didn't just have it as a topic before yeah i guess i guess i'm remembering cuz like obviously one of mine i'm going to say um a christmas carol um <laughs> disney's a christmas carol the one with jim carrey um that's sort of a given. And that, that is the one that we did talk about last year. Oh, yes. Right. Um, that was truly one of the more unhinged and yet bonding moments of our friendship, getting sucked yes. into that rabbit hole. <laughs> exactly. Um, mm-hmm. See, the challenge with, like, favorite Christmas movies is, like, it's so hard to avoid being basic. Like, that's why I like yours, because it's like, you can't say that isn't unique. You can't say <laughs> that isn't, that's one of one. Right. Whereas I'm, like, I'm in, like, the camp of, like, I really like a Christmas care or a Christmas story. You're supposed to like it. Like like we just said, we have to watch I only want to see it once a year and I want to see it all day for a day. At an amount that is dangerous to your bloodstream. <laughs> yeah. I it could be on TV, on my TV on a continuous loop all day and like well, every time I pass by that room, I'm going to stop for a few moments and just watch wherever it is and then keep going. Exactly. Like I am going to stop and watch it. An infinite amount of times, and that's that's right. fine. It never it, gets it, old. <laughs> an amount that, like, when you do your yearly blood work for your doctor, he'll be like, "See this line? That's way over here. That's your liver enzymes. You uh, <laughs> what's been happening with you, buddy? You want to talk about it? Yeah, um, yeah. But like, I don't know. I guess for me, it's like I'm a staunch defender of this movie because, like, I feel like because this movie's just so overexposed. That they made, like, the late sequel, that they made the yeah. musical, and yeah, the yeah, oh, yeah. fudge, fudge. Like, they over, mm-hmm. they like killed the golden goose, and now people are like, ah, it was never good. And I'm like, no, no, Not no. true. This is, like, an actually good film. Like, it it's is. well made, it's well shot, it's, it's well tight. paced, it's, it's yeah. funny, all the jokes land, mm-hmm. it's got a weird amount of hearts. Right. Like, I also I think just it is love, great. I, I really love that, like, um, sort of sleepy, like, 40s mining town. Like, something's very, like, Americana about it. And, like, right. that is sort of a period of time that I feel like doesn't always get a lot of... Like, it's it's certainly not the prettiest in terms of, like, historical right. time period films. That's a time period that I feel like does not get a lot of attention because it's sort of not flashy. Right. It's kind of wartime, like... Like, the way it's shot with this dreamy haze that makes all the lights, like, it feels like a place that's a little worn down. Thanks. Like, it is yeah. like a Depression-era town just yes. before World War One or World War Two starts. Right. Which just adds, because it's a movie about nostalgia, and it's like, this is mm-hmm. this kid's last, like, super joyous, happy memory before right. Pearl Harbor's bombed and, like, yeah. we're in the war. This is a Norman Rockwell Exactly. It's yeah. like if Norman Rockwell made a movie, this is probably one of the three or four he would come up with. Right. I mean, it'd be a little different, but not that different. Right, right. Um, and like, yeah, I maintain, like, I actually think the dad is actually like a, pr- like, I kind of like the parents. I think they're actually low-key, really good parents. Like, oh, the yeah. fact that it, again, the fact that the dad is the one who gets the BB gun, 
that mm-hmm. he's secretly been listening this entire mm-hmm. time and then has that cheeky little like, what? I had one as a kid. It's yeah. not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Gets me every <laughs> damn time. Um, in terms of their <sighs> Christmas movies, in terms of like the staples, in terms of the seminal ones, it's funny. I'm actually like, there aren't that many of like the classic classics that I'm that versed in. Um, because I have a very as- specific one. Hit me. Eloise at Christmas time. Yes. Is like I think a very underrated movie. It it has like a sort of a Dr. Seuss quality about it of like being kind of like the design is really impeccable. They made everybody look like a cartoon character without sort of crossing the, the realism grotesque. line a little too much. Yes. Right. But everyone is overdone. Everyone like is kind of a caricature with sort of a lid on it. Like it's it's sort of miraculous. And it features Julie Andrews, which is just yes. that's enough. And if people are a little confused by me going, yes, keep in mind I grew up with a younger sister who got to control the TV. Mm-hmm. Which I think for me, that's why like a lot of the OG seminal ones I didn't really see because she would just like we would just put on like you know, we would just put on like the Disney Channel Christmas specials or Eloise and you know, Eloise mm-hmm. or so that kind of like filled up a lot of my space. Mm. Um, in terms of the seminal Christmas ones, it's very funny. I was not a Home Alone kid, but I was a big Home Alone 2 kid. Like, Which is interesting, pro- but kind right. of makes sense well, for you. I th- Yeah, it makes sense for me. And it's like, I think the slower pace and the less sort of like, it's weird to say Home Alone of all movies isn't cartoony, but like compared to the second one that is all like, like way more cartoon mm-hmm. um like height everything's heightened everything's sillier and just like i don't know i like the idea of this kid just having like this whole being in this whole city and then they still play all the hits with like you know we gotta we gotta stop the bad guys i'm in this abandoned building mm-hmm. um and truly some of those injuries get i'm just like my god these poor men what did they do right well they wanted to kill a kid but other oh. than that yeah. Otherwise. Um, <laughs> in terms of other ones, I'm very partial to. I'm just going over my list. I mean, obviously, Charlie Brown Christmas, but we already talked oh, about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was very partial to Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, which is kind of like a forgotten Jim Henson project. I don't outside know. Outside of is. like. So the idea is it is another, like, it's very Christmassy. It's, like, another um, Jim Henson production, but they're all anthropomorphic. Like, they're more animal-y than, like, the Muppets. Mm-hmm. And the idea is Emmett and his ma are poor, and uh, Emmett is like, I want to enter this uh, f- folk music competition because then I can get a big cash prize for Christmas for my mom. Mm-hmm. And to do that, and then it becomes briefly Gift of the Magi where he like des- ends up destroying their wash tub to make a base. Mm. Um, it's it's very cute. It's very silly. I also just love nice. the novelty of a jug band for Christmas. I see. I see. Um, what are some other ones? Like in terms well, of like the seminal ones, what are the ones you go to? Oh, I don't know. I, the next one I was going to say that has been recently added is definitely the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Like I'm so attached to that thing. That is interesting. Well, I guess I it's not interesting. I remember last I year. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of... Well, Well, we just got finished talking about all of the, the claymation ones. Yeah, those so are let's get like, grandfathered in. Oh, okay. It's... Again, I'm going to 
Jim Carrey. I'm gonna say How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yes, that one was that one was a go to DVD. For Both us, the hand drawn and the live I action. Ever liked it. Yes, the hand drawn. Obviously, that just another one where That's I'm like, well, one. that just gets grandfathered in. That goes without saying. Right. Right. But, Yes, you and me discovering we both watched uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the live-action one, is kind of another moment of, like, oh, dear God. Well, I mean, I'm confused as to, like, why you're not a fan of it. Uh, It's hideous. It's truly one of the most disgusting movies God has ever put up, allowed to exist. That God allowed it to exist is... I mean, it is, but it's like the fact that God let this exist means either he's given up on his creation or he never cared in the first place. Because, my God, that thing is hard to look at. I don't know. I think, uh, like, I think that's sort of the charm of it. <laughs> I think that's kind of um, the point. I don't disagree with you at all. I just think that that's I can't what deny, adds to it. I can't deny it isn't a great performance. Like, it wasn't, isn't one of Jim Carrey's, like, iconic performances. Amazing. Um, yes, without question. My brother's go-to conspiracy theory is that that is the movie that drove Jim Carrey insane, and that's why he became, like, an anti-vaxxer and stuff. Um, like, that scene where he's pinned down, and they're just feeding him pudding, mm-hmm. and one of the guys goes, this isn't pudding. And <laughs> I love mouth. this movie. It's just Deranged. such a funny movie. Like We might have to extend our <laughs> Christmas period to so we can do that just as its own episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's funny. One I don't think a lot of people would mention, because it's kind of also, it's, I guess it's mainly a Christmas movie. Um, Tokyo Godfathers, I think I've mentioned this to you. Every time we go to the movies, I mentioned there were screenings of this. So it's an animated film by Satoshi Kon. Um, it's an anime movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of like five he did because he passed away from pancreatic cancer at a very early age. Um, it is about three homeless people in Tokyo who end up finding an abandoned baby and it becomes this sort of like madcap odyssey to find this kid's parents Mm. um, and figure out, like basically solve the mystery of why they were abandoned. Okay. Um, It's very earthy. It's very raw. And this is a Christmas movie? Yes. Well, it's set at Christmas. Okay, gotcha. And like this sort of like, there is like a light sort of miracle of Christmas subtext to it. Um, It is, you know, it's, earthy it it's like solemn but still silly it's relation you know uh, it has a it has weird feelings about transgender people but ultimately very empathetic human humanist opinions on them which mm-hmm. is saying a lot because it was 2003 it oh, is boy. a madcap film um and it is very beautiful you know i have to say like now that i'm thinking more about like some of the classic classic ones it was always a tradition in my house to like sit down and watch white christmas that really? was yes and i mean like honestly white christmas is one of those films for me that was probably like I, I credit certain very specific things to being like the root of my wanting to like perform and dance and like be in show business and white christmas is without question like one of the sources of inspiration of like wanting to perform because it's a dance film. It's a dance film. <laughs> oh, yes. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, should we just bring up Elf now while we're kind of, like, hovering around all these ones? I guess. I don't, like... Are you an elf person or are you not an elf person? I guess that's, like, a big delineation for a generation. I'm not anti-elf. I have very distinct memories of when it first came out. I remember watching it too much when it first came out. 
having the DVD, watching that too much, and, like, that, and now, as an adult, I, like, I can quote all the quotes, and that's about it, like, I don't really, I'm not, like, in love with it, like, I don't need to see it every single year, I don't feel like I need to see it, because I feel like I could just play it in my brain and see it. (laughs) Right. I will say, like, if there's one film our generation is getting dangerous, it's probably already happened, but, like, Christmas storying is probably Elf. Like, that goose is getting ready for the chopping block. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, my my family's weirdly into it. And I will say, like, my sister had it on when she was visiting, and I hate to say it, I'm like, yeah, damn, this thing does play. Right, it does, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, and again, it's one of, like, it's one of the best depictions of New York City in the 21st century because, like, you know, we, we people joke about Meg Ryan movies and, like, sort of 90s mm-hmm. New York movies being very mm-hmm. whitewashed and clean and, like, mm-hmm. sterile. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, New York in this film is p- depicted as grimy. It's depicted as a little rough around the edges. Right. But still endlessly magical. Like, the extras in supporting cast are way more diverse than these films are usually allowed to be. And mm-hmm. possibly my favorite thing, they make no bones about it, uh, the NYPD sucks ass. Uh, yes. Straight up Santas. They are going into that Central Park to beat the crap out of Santa Claus because right. he put them on the naughty list. Right, exactly. <laughs> what a joke to have in a children's movie. Um, uh. A sort of surprise one that I don't think is technically a Christmas movie, but I try to like watch, I'm trying harder to watch yearly, is um, The Most Recent Little Women by Greta Gerwig. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because it's not a Christmas movie, but, like, a huge chunk of it is centered around Christmas and just winter. And I, I for me, so much of Christmas is less individual films, but excuses to watch film, like, sort of high art films I love. Mm-hmm. So, like, my family always insists on watching Godfather either on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or the day after Christmas. Like, films in that sort of, like, highbrow space. And for me, that's Little Women. Um, oh, One of the most beautiful films of the 21st century. I, hmm. I, I feel like Barbie's better, but I keep going back and forth. It's both of them are just so good. Um, are there any movies like that where you're like, it's not technically well, a Christmas movie, but I want to watch it at the holidays? Well, I don't know about that, but one movie um, that I find myself appreciating more and more as I'm getting older is "It's a Wonderful Life," <clears throat> and I don't think I really totally appreciated younger or like probably didn't really watch very much younger but now i think like oh this is a very charming very funny movie i can see that it's charming i just i just it's one of that i was also gonna ask you like what seminal classics do you not like for me i just can't get past how much of a doormat george bailey is like that's the point and maybe that's just freaking watch it yeah i mean yeah but it's like I don't know. And maybe that's a testament to, like, how I view life and my, like, connection to other people. Where I'm just, like, just go on the honeymoon, man. Just, it's fine. Someone else can deal with this. Or, like, don't sacrifice your entire life for this. And then, like, to the point he drives himself to suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love James Jimmy Stewart. I think he might be one of my three or four favorite actors. Wow. Um, and I quote this movie a lot inexplicably. Like, whenever things go wrong, I just start going, oh, geez, Mr. Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my terrible, it's one of those accents you think you can do and you never actually can do it. Right. Um, possibly one of my favorite um, 
Simpsons jokes is basically my, t like, how I feel about It's a Wonderful Life. It's like someone finds an old film reel. It's a Wonderful Life. Gun massacre ending. And I'm like, yeah, stand <laughs> up yourself. That's um, funny. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like my go-to. In terms of like classics like that, I, I'm very partial to Miracle on 34th Street. And again, it's another like New York-y right. one, which kind of like tells on me. But right. yeah, it's like there's a reason why there's like a, there's a reason why there's like sort of uh, so much of like what Christmas looks like, I feel like is dictated by this movie. Right, right. 